enter your new season enter your new season I command everything around your life to align to God's word let every crooked part be made straight let every mountain give way to your shining decree new beginnings you have been tired for a while now but the Lord said renew strength there's still one more phase to finish before you enter your manifestation you will not hurry yourself out of your manifestation in the name of Jesus 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 the Lord will be glorified in your life. You see, God will be called your God. That's what we're told. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's sit down briefly. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Lord. I met a man today. He happens to be a lawyer. What I call that, he's a big man. So, when I met him, brother who I went was like, This is my pastor. And he was like, oh, pastors, people are not doing what you should do. The way I see your belly very fine, you are not doing what you should do. <laughs> I looked at him and I smiled. I almost asked him, did you employ me? Are you the one that gave my job description? But I kept quiet. When we got back from where we went to, Look at a few things. I asked him, Do you go to church? You know, I, God does not leave in temples, building men, and that God dwells in our hearts. He has his fellowship at home. I'm like, Wow. I said, Have you ever been to church? He said, Yes. There are many lighthouse branches that I was part of those that establish it. I worked hard but the things I saw in church and it's everywhere based on the cases come to our tables for us to deal with divorce cases from churches and pastors sleeping with their members and things we are not doing church the way God wants it to be and so I'm just tired of that so I have my time with God in my house and I said do you have crooked lawyers in the, in the field I said of course so has this stopped us from engaging you? They said he was just trying to go around the whole questions that I was asking him. He said, I said, so as an intellectual as you are, I know that intellectuals don't just make conclusions just like that. But if you have a sample size from the whole that is fair enough to use that to make a decision, so on what grounds 
Are you saying that churches, I said, you know churches in West Africa? One of the proofs that shows that a person doesn't know what they're talking about is that they try to be aggressive. They can't engage in intellectual talk. They become aggressive. It just tells you that they'll be found wanting shortly, so they are not ready for that. He said, oh, in my house, at my house, there are about 10 churches. For example, in my house, there are 10 churches around me. Sometimes when I'm at the house, I hear them praying. When I go out, I meet young people. And I ask them, you didn't go to work, so I have my own shop. So who is at the shop? I have locked. I came to pray. So instead of you being at work, I'm praying there. Come here to pray. But you see, for some reasons, there are some of us in the faith Maybe our foundation didn't help us. I don't know, but we have, out of ignorance, given the carnal man the opportunity to speak against truth. But the thing about truth is this. When you speak against truth or for truth, truth doesn't change. Just that, if you speak against truth, Truth crashes you. If you speak for truth, truth raises you. Say, for this, he is the rising and falling of many. You understand? So Jesus is a double-edged sword. Either you accept him as your savior and Lord and you enjoy God, or you reject him and you endure God. But by all means, you get your chefa. The word chefa is a Greek word. It means you get your share. Hallelujah. Don't use any, any Bible school. This one is coined from heaven. So whatever way you attend to Christ, you get your chefa. Amen. Amen. So when I listened to him and I looked at him, and I remember something, that people of God, if you don't learn to have an encounter with Christ, in the future you'll be an atheist. And we have so many people to prove it. You must have this thing that you don't come to church because somebody offended you. You are on the path of being an atheist. Tonight I'm not preaching. I sense that God has done something. I, I feel like laying hands, but I don't know if I should. Hallelujah. But that's how the service is going to be. We've been praying since, so we'll keep praying. Tomorrow we are here again. We shall be praying. And shouting, Hallelujah! Yeah, until we are done with the 14 days, they will go on break, and then they will come and start again in July. That's how we do till Christ comes. Until we see the Word made flesh in our lives, we are not stopping this thing. And the Word works, Amen. Amen. So this one that any small thing you have given up, any small thing, I'm not coming to again. The way they look at me in church, they make me look as if I'm not important. You're on the path of an atheist. Until you come to that place that listen to this thing. When you read the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11, it is only sweet things that were said that said that they had faith. Oh. Check the scripture carefully. They shut the mouth of lions, they raised their dead to life. The last one it says there are those two, the promise didn't come to pass, and the world was not worthy of them. And God called the men of faith. The promise didn't come to pass. So, for example, you want to marry and wait, it doesn't kind of you die in it. And God calls you a man of faith. And all these having obtained a good testimony through faith, 
did not receive the promise. Listen, all these having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise. We have a mindset about faith. There's something you don't like to hear that it will not happen. It's not Christianity for you. The ability to be in pain and walk with the pain for 100 years and still make impact. That is faith. There are times the pain won't go. Paul said, oh God, this tongue, this tongue. God said, I'm not taking it away. My grace is sufficient. It means you must stay with it. That's not a message that our generation knows. It's a big brother and a father of mine. I call him big brother and father. Waited for 26 years. It was two days ago they gave birth to their first child. 26. And I know this man from the day they got married. I was in the wedding in 1990 something. I was there. My was like that. Bola. I was there in their wedding. Faithful man. Winning souls everywhere. He has fathered a lot of us. Took care of me. Pastor Jesh. Won souls. He taught us evangelism. Always pray. Do you know something? All the years I knew that man. I never saw Pastor Francis crying or memory. One thing we knew about him. What Dana, what Dana, all here in Cromon. You hear him say, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. 26 years. Yeah, I don't know. God doesn't like me again. I've finished school for the past five years. No job. See your head. 26 years. No, count it. It's older than some of you. Two care of other people's children. Those times, my, my national day service times, he's one gives money. I sleep in his house. His friends will share his shoe with us. Took care of Dr. Hayford. He became a medical doctor. Has served anywhere Papa is traveling, he's driving him. Every time Pastor Francis is smiling. And he's not hiding it. No, you see, the thing is that when you are faking something, eh, there's a time you, 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 you unfake it. It will catch you. You can't fake a life for too long. You can't. When I called him and I said, Papa, Eja, Seminia. He said, Eja. Seminia, I promise so. I promise so. I promise so. I promise so. The wife is over 50. He's in his 50s and now have their first child. And he was going to tell you that I judge him faithful. The man never missed church service, not Sunday, nor, nor Tuesday. Pastor Francis, I know the man like the back of my hand. I don't know why I'm sharing this with you tonight. There are saints that lived with cancer for 50 years. They said they would die in five days. They were still carrying it and still preaching. So their days were over. comes through he doesn't come through I have no choice he's all I have I can't leave him where am I going to <laughs> but he 
eat my flesh, you have life. Drink my blood. Guys, I mean, church reduced. People left the church. Then he turned to the deacons and elders. Uh, are you not going? Peter said, Oga, what question is this? Where are we going to? Where are we going to? To whom do we go to? To whom to whom? We are here. We go nowhere. We have no place. We have left all and we have, we have stuck to you. We are glued to you. Nothing can change this decision. It's all we have. Have you come to that point that God is all you have and you mean it? If you are not, why not in church? Me, the way I entered, then uh, 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 Fatal talked to me. I don't like if you don't me there. Come here. Ojan, Ojan, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Paul said, "What shall separate us from the love of Christ?" Men of impact. They are men that resolve to live, refuse to exist. <laughs> There's no greatness without burdens. Some historians said, Oh, that. Uh, Paul, some say he was bareheaded. Some said he was very short, not handsome. Some said he had a speech problem. He was not a man comely to look at. Some said he had a certain sickness. That was what he meant by the thorn in his flesh. Some say so. And God said, I'm taking that away. That's going to help you. Hey. I don't know, but. I just want to understand something. There's something called the spirit of might. Because there are some things God won't take away. Message be saying, we don't like such messages. What you want to hear is Madosta Kavatea. Every burden in your life is carried away. You'll be light from today. Another friend of mine, his happened last two months, Reginald Bassey, one of the greatest influences of friends in my spiritual work, Reginald Bassey. A man just woke up one day, he said, God said, you should go to this university. He said, God, my fees, he said, you go. He got there, somebody looked at him, have you paid your fees? He said, no, I pay for it, he doesn't pay for anywhere. Four years on campus, God paid his fees literally to the last day. Reginald Bassey, such an anointed man of God trusted God from day one no parent took care of him no mother no father went entered university from day one to the end people paid his fees he doesn't know what some of them but God said he should go Reginald I saw God ah Reginald Bassi is the one that will give a speech and where the poor be writing notes I always called him my excellency I said sir Reginald you will be the president of Nigeria in the future Remember, you don't forget me. You know, we are brothers. He came to business some time ago. If you remember, then J. Grand Hotel. And I remember on campus, I told him, I prophesied, I said, I see you working at the UN. Then he smiled. He finished school, went to the UN, the US, to go work with them. Astute man, loves God. When I sit with him and another brother of mine, we can sit down for five hours just sharing the word of God and be crying. No prayer. 
word and be crying. Have you had friends like that before? Word and you be crying. No, no concern. Word, word, word. John 1 verse 1, we are talking, we are crying. Then we are crying because the whole room is, is filled with God's glory. Just sharing the word of God. Reginald got married and for 16 to 17 years, no child. And in March, he said, bro, your niece is in 16 years. Why am I sharing this today? While men slept at night, the enemy sowed tears. Shall we approve the tears? No, no. If you approve the tears, it might affect the wheat. Leave them to grow together. There are some tears that have to grow with you because they will help you. some questions about God in your mind you might have to wait till when you meet him then you ask him because no pastor can help you don't ask me I can't help you the best of theology can explain it to you I have questions for God oh you think I know everything I don't when I read the Bible I see some questions I say this one I don't get it now when we get to heaven Lord I'll ask you what do you mean by this Can I be following a religion that I don't understand anything? That's what it's called. Give me passion. Passion. Hebrews chapter number 3, verse 4. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> Look at this. You see Hebrews 11, no? And I make a 3. Make a 3. When I come to Noah, Come no air but this way. 11 verse 3. 11 verse 3. Now look at this. It's so beautiful. Faith empowers us to see that the universe were created beautifully coordinated by the power of God's word. So you see, faith empowers us to accept that reality. We're not there, but faith empowers us. If he says so, we believe it. To understand the scripture, the Bible we're holding here. Ah, the Bible, it was some human beings that sat down and then they chose the box and then they decided to choose the one that suits them and they put it together and then they left out some other books. Even the other books they left are better than the one they put together. So, how can you trust the Bible you are holding? A fool. See, that is what makes faith potent. That the fact that, that, that you can't wrap your mind around it. Doesn't make faith potent. And who even told that they chose the books they like? They church history properly. They didn't just choose books. What do you mean? Are you with me? So, by, so faith empowers us to see. Oh, did you see that? Not to hear, to see. So the word of God spoken to us. We see it by faith. Are you getting this thing? The word said by stripes you are healed. Faith empowers you to see it. So what happens is that you were not there when Christ was being beaten. But you saw, when you read the word, you began to see it. And you believe it. 
it takes faith to have faith. That's why God gives you initial capital of faith. So everyone born again has initial faith. Then by engaging and investing to faith, faith increases. Because you need faith to grow faith. And faith needs faith to be faith. Hallelujah. Okay, give me um give me Acts of the Apostle, the, the King James or the New King James. Acts of the Apostles, chapter the number. Let us see number three and see something there quickly. See the Lord. See the Lord. Yes, I see. Three verse sixteen. Afen hallelujah. See the Lord. You see, the Lord saw them coming together against his plan, but he didn't stop them. They just laugh. And look at this. And his name. Okay, the background of the story is that Peter and John, right? You know that story? Peter and John were going to be um uh, Marcus. What's happened? Are you okay? I know if I mention the name, some, some people will take it up. I don't even take it up. Some people are there. Some Pharisees are there. don't take it up. I won't take it. So I have to mention a different name <laughs> to help him out of where he is. But this one you have to you stay with it. <laughs> so Peter and John are going to pray at the hour of prayer. And there was this man that was coming from birth that his family members didn't deem it fit for him to enter into the meeting where there is healing. Put him at the gate. That's the best human beings can do for you. You understand? If meeting is happening in the synagogue and it's about God, the Bible says that 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 there's healing in that place. All right, there's healing in that place. The river of God is flowing in that place. There's transmission in that place. Then you leave your your, your family member at the gate. You should beg for money. The best human beings can do for you is that they will do for you the extent to which they can see about you. They can't take you further than that. They feel that the best for you is to beg for arms, not to have legs. Because by your begging for arms, they will get some coins from you as well. You are profitable at the gates than inside the auditorium. Yet, now they keep trusting people. Keep depending on people. Trust in the God that can entrust your wealth to men and cause them to bring to you. Than for you to trust men and leave the God that can move men to bring to you. They put him at the gate. He's begging for arms. Then Peter and John appear, and the man says, And the Bible says that <laughs> Peter said. Peter said, Young Kuri, give me your ears. Silver and gold, have I not? He didn't say, Have we not? Maybe John has some coins in his pocket. Oh, don't assume. Peter didn't say, Silver and gold, have we not? He said, Silver and gold. So mind your business. The fact that we all came in looking sad doesn't mean that all of us are hungry. Some have eaten before entering here. Mind your business. Peter understood that. Oh, are you getting what I'm trying to say? 
Say the economy is hard. We are also where you say I am suffering. Don't say we are suffering. Who told we are suffering? Do you know where somebody is coming from? Somebody here, you broke the fast one came pisky before coming here. You are there. You said that we are we are we are all suffering. We are we are, who are you who are suffering? Pastor Basi. Peter Peter said, my business say silver and gold. Ah, but your fat call no more say Adam Mikano. Look for it. It's in the earlier verse, verse 6. Then Peter says, Silver and gold, I do not have. I don't have a brother, brother John. Brother John might have. But I do not have. Now, a lot of us, the theological class, have talked about, debated that, oh, no, no, not that he didn't have. He had money in his pocket. Please don't speak for Peter. Peter said he doesn't have. Hello. Those that preach on, when they preach on prosperity. Who told his poor? He had it. He had the money there. And he felt that what there was healing. Glory to God. <laughs> Peter said, silver and gold, I, I do not have. So it's possible that, that they didn't carry money, period. He, was, he wasn't a poor man, of course. Someone that had you know, fish business. The last time he resigned from his work, he left in abundance. You don't remember last time? When Jesus Christ said that, throw the net and they caught at much. When they caught plenty, the boat was sinking, they beckoned on people. In fact, he, by the time he was resigning from his business, he had so much profit that others enjoyed for the profit. Then he left his workers there and followed. He followed Christ. Workers didn't follow Christ. It was he's the one that followed Christ. He's the one that saw Christ and jumped into the water and said, I'm unworthy. Then he followed, this is all he and the workers found. So he left the workers there. The work continues. <laughs> the work continues. He said that we have left all the we is not that he and his wife, oh, he and his colleagues. We have left all. Not that we have we didn't start the business because in John, the guy went back. He went back. I mean, when they saw that, I mean. This man is not rising. We are not seeing this. What's happening here? <laughs> he went back. Pick up his. They just went. They just called. Like, Charlie, guys, let's go fish. And just that one was for eating, but the business was still running. Hallelujah. Amen. How do you think that Jesus Christ, the High Priest, the order of Melchizedek, would not teach his, his, his disciples how to give tithes and sow seed? The way you're looking at me, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> it's a flow service. I like that. Yeah, I think once in a while you have this kind of say, flow service. We just flow. So, so, so the thing is that. So, Peter said, I don't have. Hello. No, we don't have. Don't do that. Don't make that mistake. <laughs> so, when they are happy, they don't smile a lot. And when they are happy, so when they have plenty, when they don't talk, they don't like to laugh, they frown. But when they don't, when they don't have, that's when they laugh. They are opposite. Be there. <laughs> it's not everybody that has money that no, 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 no. Yeah. There are some when they don't have, they want to do what they have. So they smile. But when they have, that's when they bone. Because if they smile, you come around, you might see what they have and you give you. So they will not, they bone. And so when they come to church, you beat them. Hello. I get it. So, is in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And let's continue there before we jump to the 16. Let's go to verse 7 quickly. Quickly, we are, we are, we're done in the next five minutes. 
It says, and he took him by his right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Okay? Now, let's go to verse 8. They will now understand what is happening in verse 16. So, he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them. Walking, leaping and praising God. Now, when you read on, it tells you that. Now, people are not confused. Is he the one? Is not the one. Is the one? It became an argumentative service that day. So instead of them focusing on the Pharisee who is teaching the law, they are having gossip session about somebody's miracle. He's the one. He's not the one. He's not the one. He's not the one. So it became a whole issue. Peter and John are arrested. They are now defending themselves. So verse 16. You know what brought us here? From Hebrews chapter number 3. That faith empowers us. It takes faith to have faith. So he says, so he's talking. He said, and his name. Okay, let's say verse 15. Because somebody look at me. What, what, what's his name? Who's that? So he's talking. He's talking about Christ and all of that and all of that. So Jesus is the subject of discussion right now. So now verse 16. Does that okay now? You know verse 16 now. Look at it. Say that. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see now. See, see and know. He says that, yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this. Louis said that faith in his name has made him strong. Yes, the faith which comes through his name. You understand? Faith in his name, the faith that came. So the faith we are using came from him. They were using his own faith. Give me King James. The old one, the one that Brother Bain doesn't like reading. And his name through faith in his name. Jump it. Yea, the faith which is by him. So the faith is by him. Galatians 2.20. Give us that one. Galatians 2.20. Not my faith, it's his faith. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. When you accepted Jesus into you, you also receive his kind of faith. But your ability to live his faith is dependent on your investment into his faith. So your prayer, your Bible study, your fasting is investment into faith. In other words, you are exploring faith. You are mining a mind called faith. How much of faith you have mined is how much of faith you transact with in the outward world. It's like going to school and not paying attention in class. And then get to some hall. Your beloved friend is your big pen, the bottom. You will chew and chew, and the pen will be crying, and you will still be chewing. And then there's this heat that you feel in your body. For some of you, it starts from here. So you are in the class, the wind is blowing, but you are scratching. Is a heat that comes from the fact that thou knoweth not what thou shalt do. <laughs> you get the idea. 
have you felt before was a heat be and that heat when you clean your face is the, the thing just comes immediately you clean the sweat the sweat comes and the sweat doesn't have patience to stay inside of you it just keeps coming and your nose good hey you've been there before so your nose will be sweating like that why on that day is a proof of how much you explored that subject the extent of the something that went into you was what you would have produced on that day so what you are trying to do that is not coming means you don't have it when you become born again you receive a measure of faith and your investments into faith is what comes out as products are you here with me hallelujah In a nutshell, before I pray for some of you quickly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Move away from the part of becoming an 80s old. Come to that place where your faith is so solidified. It's so strong. even as we look into this month and we're talking about creating your world the scripture we read was what I was going to teach from actually what I was going to teach was the Hebrews 4 3 verse I'm sorry 11 verse 3 Hebrews 1 verse 2 and 3 and I was going to talk to you about the place of the word in your world creation but it has been withheld now we are flowing hallelujah praise God must come to that place that Lord I am grounded in you I have nowhere to go you're all I have you're all I have you're my definition you're my limitation you are my scope you are my environment when I when I hit any word is you have hit I have nowhere going again because I'm hid in Christ with Christ in you you're all that I have let's grow up in this walk of faith Let's move from that place where any small thing you run away from church. You are on your path. In fact, 10 years from now, that's the reason God's not opening any door for you to travel out. God, the way you are, from God's diagnosis of your situation right now, God can tell that if he sends you to U.S. in about two years, So that unanswered prayer is an answered prayer. To help us. You have been praying, Lord, I want to travel. God says, where I will love you to go, that will help you is Kuwait. But you don't like it. So, at least in Kuwait, there are some classes you finish in my class. Then I can now send you to the US. You say no. West or nowhere it's for your safety you must prove to God that when he increases you that you decrease you must prove to God that no matter how far he takes you you will go far from him why did you come to church that pastor, the one that sits 
face to the right, the fair one. The way he looked at me that day, I mean, I'm not happy. I'm not coming to church again. Invest in faith. Whatever work you are doing now, I don't care what kind of work you are doing, but my God, that given increase, increase that work now. The Lord is pouring increase upon that work. We have been taught from Isaiah 54. He says that increase is coming. I decree increase upon that business of yours. Increase. 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 Can I hear a thundering amen? I went to see some land be today. When they mentioned the amount, I just kept quiet. And I went to my car and I began to think. I said, Father, open every one of us up to see possibilities. Open us. Lord, remove every veil from us. Please help us to come to that point that we are unlimited in our faith in you and your ability to do excellently above all you can ask or think help us Lord help us Lord help us Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus hallelujah I talking to a very dear one of mine today and they went to look at a property a two bedroom apartment and they said it's 1,500 cities taking it one year This is our nation. Everybody wants to own a land and build. Why? Because our leadership don't want all of us to stay in good places. Well, they shouldn't be taking one year from us. At most six months. And every young person can afford a good place to stay. But our leaders are like the family members of the crippled guy in Acts chapter number three. They, they know that the best they can do for us is leave us at the gate. Don't take us inside. But the grace of God, the grace of God, the grace of God has located you and I. That status is about change. <laughs> the strength of men carried you to the gates, but the grace of God give you access to the gates. In the name of Jesus, it is done. Hallelujah. Pastors, I'm calm like this because there's a lot going on inside of me, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. There's a lot. I sense something in me, but I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I mean, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Channels of my spirit, open up. I am with the Father. No boundaries, no limits. Oh, there'll be a six more. Just.
you just to sing it. Place your two hands on your belly. We're just about to be done right now. Speaking tongues as the song keeps singing, keeps singing tongues just briefly, but it's being tongues. Come on, speaking tongues as the song be sung. Just a minute or two. Yes, Lord. No boundaries, no limits. Open up. Yes, Lord. Come on, one more minute. Just pray in tongues. Come on. Channels of my spirit open up. I am with the Father open up. No boundaries, no limits open up. Just pray this with me. To deep open now, oh, channels of my spirit open up. Yeah, I am with the Father open No boundaries, no limits open One more time, one more time, sing it again. Of my spirit open up. Yes, Lord. And I am with the Father open up. Yes, Lord. No, no boundaries, no limits. Open up. Oh, let me call unto me. Open now, one more time. Come on, pray in the spirit. Shine us open. Jesus.